This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right, let's talk about recycling. This has been a very hot topic this week as we've been following along with this special recycling series that Global News has been doing. And it's been an eye-opener for so many of us to find out that there are problems with recycling large amounts of material in Canada to the point where maybe we're not recycling as much stuff as we thought we were. And municipalities right across the country, large and small, are kind of grappling with this new reality that the recycling industry is going through this transformation. Some of it is on a bit of a life support situation. But what about here in B.C.? We're doing a lot of recycling here. We lead the country when it comes to the number of products and things that we recycle. But we wanted to know, does that mean that we are innovators? Are we ahead of the pack? Are we doing a better job of this? Joining us now is John Coyne, the board chair of Recycle BC. John, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Sonny. Now, we are so curious about this. Like A lot of these recycling stories we've heard about have been painting a bit of a dire picture. What about what's going on in BC? Uh, BC, I think, probably has stepped ahead of most other jurisdictions in this country, largely because the system operates on a fully provincial basis, and that's a very important consideration. But most importantly to me, the entire system is paid for entirely by the producers of the paper and packaging that goes into the recycling system. So what kind of a difference does that make? Well, it, 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 you can achieve a couple of things. First of all, you can standardize the materials across the province. So you and I, if we live in different places, we're not going to be confused by having different materials and different boxes that may or may not go into the box. And as a result, what we've got is a higher level of performance. We've got better quality of material, and everybody knows what their obligations should be and how to do recycling well. That's the first important thing. You and I won't be confused as consumers. But when we do that as well, we're going to create an economic opportunity because by having the same types of materials everywhere, we've got scale, we've got standardization, we've got synergies, and now we can create markets for those materials domestically in British Columbia. And are we doing that? Because I know the problem in other parts of the country is that they have nowhere to send their recyclables. Indeed. British Columbia is quite different that way. And again, I I come back to the fact that this is a provincial program as opposed to a municipal program. So you have the scale of the entire volume of material in the province. And when Recycle BC was set up several years ago and we began this program, and the markets were created in British Columbia because of that. So plastics, for example, we don't need to worry about having to send plastics to foreign jurisdictions because the Recycle BC material is recycled domestically in metropolitan Vancouver with the investments that have been made by processors in Vancouver. Similarly, glass is is reprocessed in Abbotsford. Metal containers are sold in markets in British Columbia, Ontario, and the United States because we have a similar volume of material. So we've taken care of some of those challenges that other jurisdictions are facing that don't have the scale that British Columbia has. So are we not sending any product overseas? Like I heard that in some other parts of the country, they're essentially storing some of these recyclables. There's a great difficulty in other parts of the country. When China, the primary market for recyclables for many, many years, uh, chose to stop accepting recyclables into their jurisdiction because of the poor quality of materials, Mm -hmm. that has caused a lot of backing up in the system, if I can put it that way, in other jurisdictions. 
British Columbia does not suffer from that because, again, with the scale of the province-wide system, you can attract investment to the province to allow you to do all of that processing domestically. So then why aren't other provinces or jurisdictions doing what BC does? Several other jurisdictions are, in fact, contemplating that. But this is a process of change management. This is a process of educating those who are already in the system doing this work to understand that, first of all, producers are quite prepared to assume their responsibilities, and that's something that requires planning and dialogue and discussion. First of all, the producers are going to do that. And secondly, that when producers do that, as we did in British Columbia, that there will not be any interruption in the service or deterioration in the service to the residents who are going to be affected by that change. That's, that's a process of discussion and dialogue and change, but several provinces are now looking at that actively. Right. I know one of the big concerns is when it comes to plastics, there's so many different types of plastics mm-hmm. and it's hard to kind of recycle them consistently. How is BC tackling that? BC is actually tackling that because um, unlike other provinces, in fact, you have a bigger basket of goods in British Columbia. You have more materials in British Columbia than you do in, in other jurisdictions. But again, you have a standard of the material that is going through the box. So everybody knows what to put in the box. They understand the quality that they need to put into the box. And as a result, even though there are different types of plastics, when those plastics arrive at the processing facilities, it is much easier to stream those in terms of the reprocessing that is necessary and therefore the market that you're going to tap into. Right. So then all that education, John, then that you've been doing with BC consumers about you can't put that in your bin or slapping a sticker on somebody's bin. Is this the end result of that? It it is in part. And again, this is not to penalize citizens uh, or consumers. We're not trying to penalize. We're trying to encourage consumers to understand how much easier it can be to recycle when you have a system for a province like British Columbia. So anything that we put out there in terms of stickers or guidance or education, it's all designed to encourage consumers to recycle more and to recycle better. And so far, the reaction to British Columbia has been extremely positive to the way in which the system has been operating. So what can we do better, though? Oh, there's always ways to improve. Certainly, there's always ways to improve. And in fact, one of the things that that, um, we will continue to do is to extend the reach of the program by extending the types of material that you can put in. When we began the program several years ago, there were fewer materials in the box than there are now. And we've worked out with the government a process of continuous improvement so that we can add materials to the box and therefore consumers will be able to recycle more in their box. That's a very encouraging framework for how it is that consumers will react to this, but also the relief that taxpayers will feel because they know that it's not their tax dollars that are paying for these things. It's the producers that are making the contribution in this space. And we're encouraging people to recycle more and more materials. So when we hear then, John, about all these Mm -hmm. stories in the recycling industry, can we be confident that actually that's not the case in BC? We are an exception. I think think you would call BC an exception. And, And that's a very positive story for British Columbia, certainly. But it's a very good example, in our view, about how other jurisdictions can apply the same economic and environmental principles to how they would manage their own programs. It begins with producers assuming their responsibility for this material, and then you apply pretty straightforward, we think, economic arguments to how you build programs that have scale and standards. 
Interesting. So then part of the problem, John, sounds like to me is that all these other jurisdictions thought that they could just send it off somewhere else and somebody else was going to look after it. Well, for a long time, in fact, that is what was happening. Markets overseas were quite welcoming of the material. And for a long, long time, the system therefore built up those sets of relationships. When those relationships came to an end, it's now incumbent on us to be thinking much more creatively about how we bring this material back to our own jurisdiction. In other words, recycle it domestically for ourselves. And when I say that, that doesn't mean that everything needs to be recycled in a particular province. You should be able to move stuff from, say, Alberta to British Columbia, British Columbia to Alberta, as long as we can have the confidence that the total volumes of material, the greatest amounts, are in fact being recycled here in our own jurisdictions. So we should not get discouraged then, uh, and we should just keep on recycling, keep on doing what we've always been doing. Well, we certainly don't want anybody to get discouraged. Recycling is one of the best ways to reduce waste, to reduce pollution, and in fact contribute positively to the challenge that we're mounting again against climate change. The footprint, the ecological footprint and climate change or climate Uh, footprint for recycled materials is considerably lower than other materials. So if we're concerned about connecting nature and waste and pollution and climate change, recycling is a very, very capable solution for many, many materials, not just paper and plastic. Well, that makes me feel much better after all the stories that I read this week. So, John, thank you very much for your time on that. Well, thank you for your interest, Sidney. That is John Coyne, who's the board chair of Recycle BC.